this Shabbat in our Torah reading cycle, the book of Genesis comes to an end. The book begins with the words, Bereshit bara Elohim. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And it concludes with the death of Joseph, whose tumultuous life comes to an end with him reconciling with his estranged brothers. Surrounded by family, as we read, Joseph died at the age of 110 years, and he was embalmed in a coffin in Egypt. Often in literature, a reader knows how a book is going to end. After reading just a short portion at the beginning, while the beginning and the end may be revealed by the author, the details in between are the heart of the author's intent, and the reader is taken on a journey on the pages in between. Of course, Genesis is nothing like that. It's a wild story, starting with the creation of the world, followed by the tumultuous and often dysfunctional stories of our ancestors' lives. Like an adventurous novel, Genesis has twists and turns in its storyline, leaving the reader guessing at what may come next. For someone reading it for the first time, it would be impossible to foresee the rest of the book after reading just the creation story. It's fitting that we conclude Genesis on the first Shabbat of 2021. If there were ever a year that had twists and turns that we never could have anticipated the preceding year, 2020 was it. It was undoubtedly the strangest year in my lifetime, as I'm sure it was, in many, as many of you would concur it was in yours as well. Who could have thought in the first Shabbat of 2020, just a year ago, that the majority of our services this year would have been led from our living rooms? That instead of the Wolf Sanctuary, we would gather together weekly in front of our computers, our phones, our tablets, and televisions. At the beginning of 2020, most of us never heard of social distancing. We had no experience with Zoom, didn't even own a facial mask never took a class online, never picked up groceries via curbside delivery, and so on. Virtually every facet of our lives has been profoundly affected by the pandemic in ways we never could have envisioned a year ago. The world changed in 2020. And while the coming weeks may be even more challenging, with infection rates in many areas throughout our nation at alarming levels. There is reason to be optimistic. Vaccines are here and they're remarkably effective. In addition to those who work in healthcare, residents and staff of long care facilities in Bear County began receiving vaccinations this week. And next week, phase 1B will begin with vaccinations being given to people 65 and older, as well as those 18 and older with certain chronic medical conditions. As more of us get vaccinated, life will gradually get back to some semblance of normalcy, though things will undoubtedly be different than they were pre-COVID. I plan to get vaccinated as soon as I'm able to do so. I hope that all of you plan to do so as well. As a sidebar, Temple Bethel is co-sponsoring a Jewish community COVID vaccination town hall on Thursday, January 14th at seven o'clock in the evening. 
The program, which I hope you will attend on Zoom with me, will be moderated by our own temple president, Dr. Amy Benedict, who is a pediatric anesthesiologist. Panelists will include also Temple Bethel members, Dr. Ruth Bergren, an infectious disease specialist, and Dr. Tyler Curiel, who specializes in immunology. Both are leading experts in their fields, and they are both particularly skilled in explaining complex medical concepts in terms that lay people can understand. Keep an eye out for special emails and social media postings, which will have event details and registration links. Back to our Torah portion. Our portion ends with the phrase, and the book of Genesis ends with the phrase, Joseph was embalmed and placed in a coffin in Egypt. Just before his death, Joseph instructed his family to bury him in the land of his ancestors. As readers concluding the book of Genesis, we know that there will be more to the story. And by ending with the word Egypt, the Torah foreshadows the next book of the Torah, Exodus, which takes place generations later in Egypt. The last word of Genesis functions as a transition to Exodus. I think we can see today, January 1st, the first Shabbat of a new year as a similar transition. Most of us have been ready to put 2020 behind us for quite some time. And today, as we begin 2021, we have reason to be optimistic for the new year that is beginning. There's a beautiful Israeli folk song, Bashana Haba'a, next year, which offers a hopeful view of a time where all can enjoy peace and tranquility. The song, written in 1970, has become a popular anthem in Israel and throughout the Jewish world one we turn to in challenging times as we work together towards a better tomorrow, a time in the near future where things will be better. A few weeks ago, two musicians from the San Francisco Symphony released a moving, sweet, and uplifting version of Basha Nahaba'a, which they recorded in their homes with their children. The vocal soloist is the violinist's daughter. The release was timed with Hanukkah and in anticipation of the new year. While the Hebrew is the same as the original composition, they offered a new twist on the English rendition. I want to share it with you now as a song of hope, a song of promise, as we begin the new year. It brought tears to my eyes when I heard it, and I encourage you to go ahead, turn up your volume, enjoy this next three and a half minutes of sweetness.
May we see, may we see how good it will be in the new year. Shabbat Shalom. Happy New Year. Shabbat Shalom.